0: The topic is Iron Man. You're now listening to the Awesome Cast. Do 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 do. Hi, folks, and welcome back to the Awesome Cast. We're doing something a little bit different for the next few weeks, probably, as we realize that, you know, this month, there's a lot of, it's like nerd box office dominance here in month of May.
1: 2008, you're the nerd, baby. Uh, To recap it for people, we've got uh, Iron Man that just came out. The next Friday will be Prince Caspian. No, no. next Friday will be uh, Speed, Speed Racer. Race. The next Friday is Prince Caspian. And then finally, uh, the Friday after that is... Da, 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 Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Gold Skull. So it's, it... Crystal, it's Crystal Skull, but I can't remember if it's Kingdom of or something else.
0: But it's Indiana frickin' Jones. Indiana
1: frickin' Jones, guys.
0: When does the Hulk come out?
1: The Hulk? Oh, that's in like June or something. July. Oh, okay. It's, like, it's the same as Batman Begins.
0: But you'll probably yet be another month of awesome. Awesome cast. So we decided that, you know, for the month of May, because there's so many awesome movies coming out, we're going to give you double doses of awesome. Give you our usual awesome cast on Friday, and then sometime during the week, who knows when, we're going to update with these movie podcasts.
1: So... Uh, these movie podcasts are going to have a couple of special rules. The beginning, the first ten minutes of them, are going to be spoiler free. We'll talk about the movie, you know, kind of review it for you in the in the way that'll let you go see the movie and not have any, you know, thing ruined for you. And then the last twenty minutes of the podcast are going to be spoilers. On we'll give you another warning when we start up with the spoilers. So, so when nerds
0: go out to the movies,
2: yes. When nerds, when nerds go, go out to the
0: movies, movies When nerds go out to the movies, movies When nerds go out to the movies, movies.
1: Uh, duh, 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 duh. a lot of snacks I
2: Yeah, the rest of it up, So you fat. guys
0: just have fun Well you know speaking as a fat American So oh. Iron Man Iron Man This Was an awesome movie Oh, oh my god guys Like it was so awesome that, you know...
2: Listen, there was one major problem with the movie, and that was that it ended.
0: Yeah. Like-
2: e- eventually, I realized that the movie wasn't playing anymore, and that I had to leave the theater, and I couldn't continue to watch Iron Man, and I was sad. But while I was watching the movie, oh my god, it was just pure awesome, just constantly.
1: Uh- Iron Man is the initial launch of the Marvel Studios uh, movie line. Uh, Marvel has done something that's uh, pretty nice and interesting and unique in that they've created their own movie creation company, uh, production company, excuse me, uh, which is just simply called Marvel Studios. Uh, It's distributed by Paramount, but the people who hired the cast, the crew, the writers, the directors, everyone is Marvel themselves. And it made for a movie that was funny, had heart, and respected the material it was just a blast like it was
0: you were watching Iron Man also before I forget watch till after the end of the oh, yeah. credits yeah. till
1: after the credits all of the credits not just the cool music credits but in fact all of the credits you know when they're talking about the assistant grips and the guys that wandered past the theater one day stay past all of that there's something nice at the end you're glad you'll be glad you did.
2: At least if you're a nerd, you'll be glad you did. If you're a normal person, then you cool. probably won't care. But then you won't be listening to this podcast. Yeah, who yeah, listen be to this podcast? Yeah, like if you're, you know,
0: if you listen to a podcast, you know who Iron Man is.
1: But you may not know who Iron Man is. Just just to give you a, a quick recap of you know the basics from the thing. You have Tony Stark, who's a billionaire industrialist genius. He's got Stark Enterprises, which is. Uh, is a weapons manufacturing company it was founded by his father and he's kind of continuing on the family legacy of creating weapons for the United States government and that is the main character it's Tony Stark um, you got a couple of side characters you've got uh, Virginia Pepper Potts who is his uh, personal assistant and secretary and you've got uh, Jarvis well Jarvis, you got the, the computer Jarvis not real Jarvis well yes, the computer Jarvis um, and you've also got, uh, uh, Rhodes, who is, uh, a, uh, in this movie, he's the military liaison assigned to Stark Industries. In the comics, he is a, uh, wh- he's actually working for Stark Industries. He's an ex-marine uh, pilot or something that, uh, Tony Stark saved.
0: But it still works. So it works, yeah, it works perfectly. Yeah, of course, Stark gets his suit, you know, as Iron Man suit, and it's very Iron Man. Okay, we, we skipped a little bit there. There's things that happen before he gets his suit. Well, it's true. Thanks to having do before you get a suit. You do get to see the creation of the suit, which I thought was really neat because I never really saw the beginnings of this comic book run. So I knew it happened, but I didn't know exactly how it happened, so it was a really neat
1: retelling of that. And it was a beautiful retelling. It up, just updated it for modern day.
2: Yeah, like I, I did hear somebody complain that, oh, he wasn't in Korea. But really, at the time that Iron Man originally came out, the Vietnam War was what was going on. So it makes sense that he wasn't in Korea. It, the Iraq War is going on now so it makes sense that he's over in the Middle East you know Isn't it's it, just it's the same story it's just changing location for modern day mm-hmm.
1: um it was a brilliant retelling of the origin um
2: like even the villain was really the same villain they just moved places
1: The yeah Obadiah Stane yeah the, the villain this one is um not exactly the same as the comic books, but he's very similar. Um, very, very, very similar.
0: Like Much like the Spider-Man movies, they they definitely know, they they pay homage to the original material, but do update and put their own little spin on it that works for the movies.
1: And unlike a lot of them that try to do, they say they're doing that, right? A lot yeah, of everyone the say, thinks they're doing thinks that they're when doing they're that.
2: doing it, but Iron Man actually did it. <laughs> Iron, yeah, everything... Like,
1: Iron Man just, like I said, it updates it for for the 21st century, and...
0: And the fact is, Iron Man kicks ass. Because it's Iron Man. He's an awesome, you know, snarky individual who's running around in a robotic suit, kicking ass, taking
1: names, shooting stuff with their rays. You know, it's. And he's a human character. Marvel kept it all in. He's an alcoholic womanizer who makes Weapons of Death. I mean, that is Tony Stark's character at the beginning of this film, right? Mm -hmm. And Marvel let it be their main character. Like, they kept him as a boozer, they kept him as a womanizer. Um, And yet
0: he's still the most lovable jackass I've ever met.
2: Well, by the end of the movie, they did kind of undermine a lot of the boozing and womanizing. It was still a part of his personality, but it wasn't... It wasn't like he was an alcoholic by the end of the movie. It was more just like he's the kind of person that probably enjoys the drink.
1: Well, if you if you read the comics, like, he did dip in alcoholism at one point, but it was one of those things that happened after, like, he had a problem with it, and then he was Iron Man for a while, for a while and then it became a really serious problem. So it's not like the character has always been... Inherently an alcoholic. Yeah. But he's
0: always been a boozer.
1: Yeah, he's always been a boozer. Always. Especially uh, Ultimate Iron Man, who apparently has brain tissue all over his body that he uses alcohol to dull the pain of. Yeah, I know that's weird, guys. That doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't make any sense, guys. That's just Ultimate Iron Man. Just don't pay attention to it. Is that in the ultimate? Well,
0: I never saw that in the Ultimates, but I guess I never had to bother with it.
1: Well, they never go into it in the Ultimates. You have to read Ultimate Iron Man to to get that. So if you want your good Iron Man goodness... Read the Ultimates. Uh, ultimate Iron Man's is a good book too. It's just got a couple of weird things.
2: There was there was a run of Iron Man. I don't think it was I don't think it was the Ultimate run, but there was a run of Iron Man. I think it was actually the original title that was really good. Around in night, around in two thousand and two, two thousand three, there was a really good story arc. I don't remember what happened. And there, that was just the time when I was working in the comic book store, and I would.
1: I remember reading it
2: yeah i I remember sitting there and reading it and thinking, Oh man, this is awesome, but I couldn't tell you what happened
0: well, well one of yeah. he, one of the things that you know really still humanizes uh stark is that while he is a womanizer boozer you know snarky little individual, he's still very much an American and he still wants to do the right thing
1: yeah he he just happens to think that what he's doing is the right thing, and he comes to the realization later that he's Wrong,
2: and so he sets about to do the right and thing. And so he
1: sets about to fix it. And that is, you know, great character development, great character building. And now,
0: it's past ten minutes, so we're going to talk about it. So warning, spoilers! spoilers.
1: We'll give you time to turn off your, you know, podcast, do whatever.
0: Do something else. Hey, listen to some of our previous episodes. Yeah,
1: go listen to other awesome casts.
0: Or perhaps check our website osmcast.com or send us an email at osmcast at gmail.com
2: so can I go ahead and say the best line in the whole thing go ahead Okay, this is what I thought was the best line in the whole thing, when he's standing up in front making another speech, he's made several by this point, and he's sitting there reading the cards, and he looks at and he says to everybody, Okay, the truth is and then he looks down at the cards very thoughtfully. He looks back at the audience. He looks back down at the cards, you can see that he's clearly struggling with something in his head to try to convince the audience with what he's saying, and he finally looks at them again and goes The truth is I am Iron Man.
1: Movie over. Movie end the ends. movie. End the movie. This the end.
2: Screw secret identity. Yeah,
1: screw the secret identity. That was great. What was really great about that is they, they throw you a curveball. The, when the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents give him his cover story, it is the original Iron Man cover story. It's the that Iron Man is Tony Stark's bodyguard and blah, 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 and he just shows up in a suit, and they'll never know his identity because he's there to protect Stark Industries. And so you think, oh, that's how they're going to do it. They're going to use the original Iron Man uh, plot. And then, no, curveball at the very end. I mean, that, like. Oh, by the way. <laughs> by the way. oh, It's really
0: great because, you know, so many superheroes are constantly, you know, freaking out over their secret identities because they don't want people to know. They don't want their loved ones hurt or anything.
2: Well, they make a point about Tony Stark that he doesn't really doesn't have, have any really loved ones, ones yeah. except for uh, Pepper Potts. And Ray right, right. Yeah. Yeah, except for those two people, but those two people, throughout the entire movie, prove that they can handle themselves. Yeah, they do. Like, I personally thought that Pepper Potts looked a lot like Mary Jane, in the face especially. Even though she was played by a different actress, I still thought they, like, made them up similarly. But she showed herself to be so much more of a badass than Mary Jane. Like, she has, like, a damsel in distress moment, briefly. It's very brief. That's, but, brief. But, yeah, it's that's very brief. And it's she's, very brief. And then she picks right back up afterwards.
1: Yeah, she, she's no, like, oh, I've been captured by ex villain. You know, you need to rescue me character. She is, you know, a ass kicker. Well, not an ass kicker, but she's a very strong woman in her own right.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, she's basically Tony Stark's go to guy.
1: Yeah. You know, and he, her reaction is like, oh, so I've been captured. Well, how
0: do I get out of this? Hmm.
2: And then she does.
1: I want to talk about, right now that we're in the, the spoiler zone, I want to talk about what I think is the best thing about the entire Iron Man movie. Mm. And that is, it had no supervillain. There yeah. was no supervillain in this movie. Uh, Arguably, there, there were was, two. There was a good villain.
0: There was a good villain. A very good villain, but he wasn't any any much that big of a supervillain. He was just, you know...
1: Well, he was a riot, He was, you know... Uh, you know, his best friend turned wrong, and they did have a fight with, you know, the Iron Monger, by the way, if if you guys don't know, that's what that big uh, yeah. iron suit yeah. is called, the Iron Monger, yeah. and uh, Iron Man. They didn't, you know, they didn't have to spend time with a villain origin story. You know, so often in these movies, you spend, like, 45 minutes going over the uh, hero's origin, 45 minutes going over the villain's origin, oh shit, you've got, like, 30 minutes left to actually show a movie
2: or what happens when they get into the trap of the two villain oh, things, God, don't. showing 45 minutes of one villain showing 45 minutes of the other villain spending like 5 minutes with the hero
1: yeah uh, oh. just
2: to remind you that they're there and then the big climactic battle when really the movie would have been better if they had just spent yeah,
1: just you know an
2: hour on the villain and then let you play with the actual hero that you're there to watch the movie to see
1: Though, you know, I thought like the first Spider-Man movie did it really well with Green Goblin. Well, the first Spider-Man movie did it well. I thought the second Spider-Man movie did it well, if we're talking about Spider-Man. And then when we got into the third, we got into the Batman Syndrome. We've got two two supervillains. We don't have enough screen time to show both them and character build the hero... So everyone lose. Um, yeah,
2: I, I think that movie would have been better if it had just been Sandman. I've, hear, I've heard a lot of people complain that it shouldn't have had Sandman. I actually think the opposite The opposite truth. I think we should Venom have out. put off Venom for another movie and just have him, like, be this monumental thing well, in that movie.
1: Well, if, if you want to talk about Spider-Man for a second, um, what they should have done was have everything they did except for Venom at the end, mm-hmm, leave yeah. a black suit in that movie, and then seed Venom for the fourth film... Yeah. As the villain for that one. But, yes. But back to Iron Man. Um, now, they did do a little bit of... Uh, some people might have picked it up, so I'm going to go over it a little bit. Um, of next time. Uh, villain character building for the next movie. They mentioned the Ten Ring Society. That's the Mandarin. Uh, he's an Iron Man villain who has mm. ten rings that are actually pieces of alien technology that will give him... I think each ring has a different power, um, which I'm not up on all of them. So there's that. Uh, some of the Mandarin's most trusted lieutenants could carry one of his ten rings. If you noticed, one of the characters, the main um, uh, evil guy that captured Tony Stark, always had a big ring on his finger that and he was twisting and constantly fiddling with. Not only that, but that ring had two power. If I remember, it had whatever power the ring had. It could transport itself back to the Mandarin, and it could teleport the guy. If you watch the scene where Iron Man fires the missile... The guy ducks and suddenly he vanishes. Like you don't see him vanish, but he's not there anymore. Now you think, oh, he just fell down, right, and escaped the blast that way. But what if that's not what happened? What if what actually happened was he used the ring's power, which would be a really good setup. Much r- like
2: which would explain why his why his the damage that he took was actually so minimal. Yeah, it's yeah. So yeah. Like he had right? he did in fact have this giant scar on the side of his head from the explosion, but. Considering that it was an explosion in a closed space quarter, then a cave in, and that's all he got walked away with. Yep. You know that would make more sense. That.
1: Yeah. And it's brilliant and it's subtle, like the little subtle references to the Ten Rings and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guys, that's how you build a franchise. Like seriously, like all, all yeah. everybody with comic book movies or any really property like that, you want to build into a series of movies. That's how you do it, guys. Absolutely brilliant. You had them. Um, you had Shield in it. and we mentioned Shield once. They did something really neat with Shield. Which is they kept referring to it by its long acronym. It's like they kept complaining, st- complaining that yeah, the maybe you should shield. shorten that. Yeah, it was like strategic homeland something 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 defense, right? And uh, you know, at the at the very end of the movie, they're they're going over it, and he says, "Well, just call a shield." And I'll, I'll admit it, guys. Maybe I'm turning my nerd license, but I didn't see it. Like I'll, I know some people in the theater are like. Oh, SHIELD. But uh, that, that blew me away at the end. I was like, SHIELD, that's awesome. We're not you, good at you counting acronyms.
0: I don't count acronyms. Like I can't go, I can't hear all those words and to go, O, S, H. Yeah, I'm done.
2: I missed it the first time uh, that he said it simply because I'm not. Is up on comic books as I should be. I caught it the second time yeah. he said it. I thought you turned. You were sitting next to me. Remember, that was the
1: second yeah, time I saw the movie. that Oh, that's right. Remember, I the second time I saw it. Yeah, that's what
2: happened. Okay,
1: guys, I saw this movie twice in the same day, within like five hours of each other, and I enjoyed him both times. It was Was brilliant. It was great. It was fun.
2: He's a mega nerd. Uh,
0: what's was, what's was his name? Who who played Tony Stark? Robert Robert Downey Jr. He was so good.
1: Well, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Like, the life of Robert Downey Jr. is an alcoholic, womanizer, rich guy. (laughs) Well, yes.
2: I think you're missing the super genius part. Well,
1: yes, but everything else is there. And he can act it, so it's okay. Yeah, oh, it's just... Um, I thought um, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow mm-hmm. was yeah. uh, Pepper Potts. Um, she did a really good job. They never said her real name. You know, that's like yeah. Like, I, I walked a, out of that
2: movie thinking that her real name was Pepper. Potts. Like I
1: believe her real name is Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. And that Pepper's a nickname. They had another. Uh, uh, oh, what's his real name? Something Happy Hogan is uh, Stark's driver, who actually marries Pepper Potts in the comic books. Not Tony Stark? Yeah, he's he's in the film. He's in the background. He's the guard that's racing Tony. He gets like five lines, maybe. Um, which is kind of weird. Like, he's a major Iron Man character. He actually just died a little while ago in the uh, the series.
2: Not for long.
1: Well, yes. He will not be dead for long. Well, no, He has no superpowers. He's just a driver. So oh,
2: well, he might be.
1: So he might be back. He maybe
0: he's just showing sort of Captain America. You know, after the Civil War. <laughs> yeah.
1: The, I just want to say that the way they did the Iron Man suit. Like, from start to finish, the, the original Iron Suit, the Repulsor Jets, and the way he was building the systems yeah. into it, into the final Iron Man suit was all brilliant.
2: Yeah. yeah, it really was. It was a
1: great example of using real stuff plus CGI together. Oh, oh, beautiful, beautifully done. You wanted to be the, in that Iron Man suit. You were watching yes. him fly. I didn't.
2: I never for once wanted to be in that Iron Man suit. Really? I knew for just looking at that that I would get in that and I would go splat on something.
0: But it'd be okay because you'd be in an iron suit. it would be in an iron suit. <laughs> now, maybe, like, uh, I think I would have felt more at ease in the warmonger suit, just kind of a bigger guy, you know, speaking as a fat American.
1: Oh, it was Oh, it's all beautiful. It's all bright. It looked great. You know, this movie could have ended up with another Green Goblin-like costume. Everybody remember the Green Goblin's costume from yes, Spider-Man? Yes. We could have ended up with another one of those, but we I didn't. I have
2: mentally blocked that costume out. Describe for me, what does it look like again?
1: Green Power Ranger with a weird mask.
2: Oh right. right it's funny since right. they used
0: the suit what twice? Twice. Because of yeah. the third movie?
2: I b- blocked.
0: Like I really like, you know, I said how uh, they smoothly introduced, you know, the villains in this one. Oh yeah. Because you know Spider Man did it really good with the goblins. Like, you know, with the original, the, the goblin, original goblin. And mm-hmm. then the new goblin from the second or third movie. It yeah. was a really good transition. And you get that just in this movie. Just in this movie.
1: Uh, from the friend to foe, kind of, with Obadiah Stain.
0: Um, and even, like, you know, smooth things like War Machine with Rhodes.
1: Yes, uh, they do have a nod to War Machine in here. The, the original prototype Iron Man armor, um, not the original prototype, the second, the Mark One armor, is, yeah. um, a silver, heavier suit. Um, and at one point, Rhodes looks at it, the hammer pans over to a second, he points at it and says, next time, baby. And then gets in the, and that was a great, like, just little... You know, hey, we'll get War Machine in the sequel. Maybe.
2: We don't know.
1: Like, I don't know. You know, they just announced today, and uh, I'll throw this out there, that Iron Man 2 is uh, 2010, Thor is 2010, and then 2011 we get Captain America, and then the Avengers. Which is going to be great. I'm very excited about the Thor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thor is supposed to be just, I'll throw this out there, I've read like three reviews of the Thor script. And yeah. they all say it's the best comic book script ever written. Like they're all really? like, they're all, they're all like, if they can find someone who can play Thor. This will be the best. Comic well, will that be that ever. will
2: be the challenge. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah. You know, and,
2: who can play a Norse god for real, real?
1: Yeah, seriously. Well,
0: and, not only that, Norse god, but what a Norse hippie god!
1: Like, well, are they doing the hippie? Ver- are they doing he, the ultimate version? Really, he, that you know, much of
2: a hippie? In, in
1: ultimate, but he is. In the ultimate what? version, he's a green piece. Like, I hate the corporate machine. Well,
2: like, I hate the corporate machine too. But, but he,
1: but, it, but he pulls it off. He pulls it off. No, no, it works. It all works in ultimate. In fact, Ultimate Thor. Is one of my favorite like characters. So
2: he's not like a, a dirty hippie. He's more like a
1: no. He's all suave and sophisticated and like you know, you, like he's talking to Tony Stark, you know, and he's friends with Tony Stark even though Tony works for everything he hates. They actually have a kind of interesting relationship, you know.
0: Huh? It'd be kind of really neat to oh, see how it, it that would cross over to the movies.
1: Bedpart Antonio Stark because it's it's Ultimate, so he's Hispanic. I forgot. Ah, well.
2: What?
0: But you know what else is in the Ultimates? You know, Nick Fury. Nick Fury.
1: And if you watched till the end of the credits, we're going to spoil this for you because it's a spoiler zone.
2: Best person to play Nick Fury ever.
1: Iron Man walk. You know, Tony Stark walks into his home. Jarvis mysteriously shuts off in mid-greeting, and you have Nick Fury out on his balcony, clapping, and he says, "I am Iron Man. Do you think you're the only superhero out there? You have stepped into a larger world you don't even know about." And Tony Stark looks at him and says, "Who are you?" And Samuel Fucking L. Jackson steps out with the Nick Fury patch on and says, "I'm Nick Fury, Ang- uh, uh, director of Shield. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative." It was
0: so so oh, great. It was
1: great. It's just oh hell yes. Uh, they called this, by the way, in the Ultimates. I can't remember when the Ultimates came out. The original one came out three years ago at this point mm-hmm. or something like that. They have Nick Fury sitting at a table talking with Henry Pym. Yeah. Who would you pl- have play you? And he says, it's got to be Samuel L. Jackson. He's the only man who can do it. So,
0: <laughs> Well, they actually got his first uses likeness in the books. Yeah, yeah
1: in the books, like Ultimate Fitzgerald. So they so can put him in the movie. So it was Bravo, Marvel. Bravo.
2: Bravo, Marvel. Bravo Samuel, L. Bravo, Jackson. Samuel L.
1: Jackson. <laughs>
2: Bravo, Samuel L. Jackson! Bravo, Samuel L. Jackson! God my, damn, he's
1: as, awesome. As my as uh, my friend Guillenir, he's my wow friend. So that's why his name is Guillenir. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, As he likes to say, I got these motherfucking snakes on my motherfucking S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier! (laughs) Which, if you're a nerd, you get, and if you're not, fuck you. Why are you uh, listening? Yeah, (laughs) these motherfucking snakes on this fucking helicarrier is awesome.
0: All the casting this was great.
1: All the the casting was great. Um, Everyone
0: put in such stand-up for it. Like I said, Ryan and Drew did great. Paltrow did great. You know, the villain guy. Oh man,
1: I want him to die. I was so happy he died. With, with this movie clocks in, I think two and a half hours a yeah. little over, and I didn't notice. I didn't feel it. Just, just blink. It's over. And
2: I noticed only because I had to go to the bathroom at the end.
1: Well, but that'll do it.
2: <laughs> but that's a.
0: But that that when you're in that state, that's you're in a heightened state of awareness, especially. How long movies are when you want them to end? So yes. I didn't
2: want it to end. I wanted it to just keep going. Didn't you hear my tirade at the beginning? That's, well,
1: yes, that was what was truly amazing about the movie. Was you like when it ended? I was shocked. I mean, when it, he just says I am Iron Man and steps and like that, that's the end. I was like, wait, did they have another? What the? Well,
2: what no, about this and this, and this it did wrap up. It did end. Well, it's no. not like they just jumped an ending on you. It's just that you didn't want to go back to. Reality, you wanted to stay in the, that. The fantasy. Iron Man yeah. universe.
1: And, and... I want my sequel now. Yes.
2: Like it's 2010. Like, I wanted, Basil,
1: two years. That that's two, years.
2: two I was, years. I need it tomorrow. I was satisfied with the movie itself in its entirety. It's we had a beginning, a middle, and an end. I was just ready for the sequel to start up right then. Right then, then
1: would have sat through it. You know, yeah. would have watched it right there. Uh, like, I
2: would have been fine if they had just started over from the beginning and I could have just watched it again. I
0: really don't know if I felt that way about a movie in a long time. Yeah, long Like, if a ever. Hot like,
1: Fuzz? I mean, maybe? I,
0: no, that I, when I was...
1: Hot Fuzz, maybe?
0: Hot Fuzz was really
2: good. It was
1: really good, but it wasn't like that, yeah. I
2: would have felt that way about uh, the original Lord of the Rings movie if it weren't for the fact that it was it's essentially true. like watching... A movie, and then watching the movie again. Again. Because it was how long was the original one?
1: Three and a half hours.
2: Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. It was the no, last one bad. that was.
1: Well, the last one was like three hours <laughs> and fifty minutes or something.
2: Yeah, like, that. like they, they were all really long.
1: I'm oh. so
0: glad that they're a splitting Hobbit into two movies, and b it's done by
1: Wilmo uh... del Toro. Yes. Sorry to interrupt you
2: there. Yeah. I had to... That's the Pads, guy. Who...
0: Labyrinth, Hellboy, Hellboy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's just an amazing person. He, you know, he said the thing. About um, what he wants to do with the CGI um, and oh, electronics. Yeah. he said the same thing that Jim Henson said actually, and we all know that Jim Henson is a genius. Yes, like the world lost a great thing when we lost. Yeah, Jim when
1: Disney had Jim Henson killed with a flu virus, it was. Uh, I swear to God, that's what my dad was oh, still having the vault. <laughs> he was with Walt, right? He's yeah, there. the robotic <laughs> Walt head
0: constantly pokes at us. <laughs> uh.
1: Jim
2: <laughs> H- Jim Henson was absolutely brilliant, and in my opinion,
1: uh, well, what what he says, so so they know. Is that, well, Amadil Toro says um, they asked him, "What do you want to do differently?" He said, "The only thing I'll do differently, uh, really, that I can think of right now is that I don't want to do straight CGI characters. I want to do state-of-the-art animatronics with CGI overlaid and touch-up." and that is what because straight CGI looks like straight CGI always. There's almost no yeah, example. There's nothing of straight yeah. CGI you can do. There's nothing you can
2: do to get around it, and and eventually, and well, there's nothing you can do to get around with today's technology. And even when we get tomorrow's technology, it'll be even more glaring and obvious. Like think about all the CGI that came out about five to five to six years ago compared to the CGI that's coming out now. Like it's just not as good. It's really much more obvious.
1: I, I disagree. I think they're doing it. Like, I, I think it, we're in a transition point. I mean, you, you have, like, here's the technology, oh, it looked good, okay, we've got more advanced stuff, but it's not as refined, so obviously it's more noticeable and stuff like that. I, I think eventually we will reach the eventually, point Eventually, yeah, but it's, that's still will.
0: pretty far away. The Uncanny Valley still can be in pre full effect, but it wasn't full effect in Iron Man. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Well, what, CGI um,
1: overlaid was awesome.
2: What Jim Henson had originally said was that C- when, he, when he was asked to use CGI, because he was still alive when it was very first, beginning to inkle out, he said that he had no intention of ever doing anything in full CGI, that he thought that it was a great tool for the puppeteer, but that there should still be a physical a aspect. physical aspect, I yeah. agree. And it, even in the modern stuff that we do... You can see the difference when they have a physical aspect that they enhance with CGI. It looks so much better and more realistic oh, yeah. because it's realistic. <laughs> you hear,
1: you hear that Lucas? That's why your original movies look more real than your new movies because they're not because they actually have, you know, real things that were filmed. Just letting you just letting you know. But back to Iron Man briefly. Yes. To wrap up.
0: Cuz it's not like George Lucas listens to this. <laughs> yeah. But you should be. Thanks for watching, listening. So, Iron Man.
1: Iron Man, awesome. Is that awesome.
0: Yes, very. I think just
1: yes. I think we're fine on that. Like there is no number we can apply to this. Awesome, I, awesome, awesome. Yes, yes, um,
2: yes. So yes, oh yes.
0: Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>